Hello, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers and creative. This is Katherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Catherine. Yes? Have you ever had a job offer you couldn't refuse? You know what? Um, No. <laughs> Maybe somebody should have uh, been thinking about that when Ab- they were trying to hire you. <laughs> Absolutely. And it also, too, well, we've been doing this for a while, too, so I have not had the opportunity to make, be in that sort of situation. But um, there was a time, you know, bef- the before times, where, you know, the company basically said, here's what we're offering. Take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't want it, there's plenty of people behind you. Right. But oh, how that has changed. Yes, it has. <laughs> um, you know, talent or candidates are so much more in the driver's seat now. And I think are more clear about what they want and mm-hmm. what's important to mm-hmm. them. As opposed to like, yeah, I guess so. That seems fine. Now yeah, it's like, right. no, I know what I'm looking for. Right. Can right. you meet some or all of these things? It doesn't have to be everything. Right. But, you know. What can you do to help me get to what I'm looking for? And also, too, before you could just kind of woo people away with, you know, like a slightly higher salary or a considerably higher salary. And um, money is not the only thing that's making people make decisions anymore. Um, So you have to kind of think differently about, you know, what you're offering people when you want to hire them or woo them away from someone else. Or if they have a few offers going, you know, um, how do you come up on top? Yeah. And that's a great point. I think right now people are you know, most people are working in Mm -hmm. some, you know, position. They're not just not working and, you know, looking for any job. So they're working somewhere. Right. So what you're offering has to be better than what they have now. Exactly. And yes, they may be looking like they may have, you know, been putting their feelers out because they're looking for something new Mm -hmm. or different. But back to and they know what they're looking for right (laughs) right right and so I mean communication is key on this um and we're gonna be talking about you know some things and how you can essentially make someone an offer they can't refuse yeah exactly so you know we talk about this a lot and there's probably four main areas that we think Mm -hmm. you can influence or have some you know can offer something that Mm -hmm. would attract someone and And you don't have to have all four you could have just one, but you probably need at least one of these. Yeah, and these are definitely <laughs> some, some, you know, four points that you should at least evaluate and think, you know, am, have I touched on all these things? Can I offer all these things? But, um, you know, just kind of look at the roles that you have out right now and do they have at least one of these things that we're going to talk about? Yeah, I mean, if you don't have any of these, <laughs> it's going to be hard to attract someone away from another role. Exactly. Yes, if they're not working, that's a different conversation. But if they're working somewhere else, mm-hmm. one of these things is going to be what, you know, is going to attract them to you. Right. Or they have a couple of job offers, which, and they may not tell you that they have another one that's a little more interesting. So um, let's, the the typical four are, you know, starting with a a role that sounds interesting. So look at that job description and does your job description sound exciting? Does it sound challenging? Um, Is there an opportunity for people to grow? That's one thing that they're looking at right now, not just to kind of come in and fill a seat, you know, what, what's the the areas that they can grow, grow. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, um, you know, higher in the ranks, but can they grow just in what they learn and, you know, kind of be better at what they do? Um, 
and do you know th- will this give him a chance to do something new that sort of thing you know at least when you think about it, it's like oh you're gonna come in here and it's gonna be awesome and it's, you're gonna love it and you're gonna learn new things I mean right there that alone makes it sound more interesting yeah to develop and grow and I think part of this is it's definitely what you said looking at the description like mm-hmm. are you describing your job in a way that's interesting exciting and also are you looking at candidates that this would be interesting and exciting to them meaning like people don't necessarily want to just come take the same job they have with right. your company right. how is this a little different do they mm-hmm. get to learn a new industry do they get to learn new software do they get to is it a slight step up whether it's you know promotion and title or whatever but is it a slight step up and maybe responsibility from what they have mm-hmm. like i think a lot of times companies are like well i just want the person who's doing this at my competitor to come here and do this for me. Right, right. Well, that's not real exciting for your candidate, you know? Like, they're already doing that for your competitor. Mm -hmm. So how are you making this more interesting to them so they want to come and do this for you? Exactly, exactly. And, you know, it could be um, even something as simple as they can maybe learn with alongside some of the best in the business. Um, But, you know, really evaluate what makes your company special. And, I mean, that's kind of a good assessment to do anytime really to see what makes your makes you stand out and you're different and how you treat your employees and what makes you better so um which which is actually to talk about that (laughs) it's actually a lovely segue to number two yes which is (laughs) you know about your company Mm -hmm. like is your company better in some way than what where they are now or what their other options are and that doesn't mean it has to be bigger or you know quote-unquote sexier Mm -hmm. in it's just every company has good points. Mm-hmm. So identifying what those are, like the fact that you're small might be more attractive. Right. The fact that you are a, you know, remote team, but you get to like they get to work with people internationally. Mm-hmm. You know, like there could be something about your company that is different that makes it better for them. Mm-hmm. It's more attractive. Like they're not all companies are not like um inherently like a is better than B, they all have good points and bad points. Exactly. So what is more better about yours maybe than where they are now? What's more attractive to them? Yeah, and you might have think about, you know, kind of what your purpose is too of, of your company. Um, you know, what does make this feel like an exciting place? And it could be something super simple. You know, if you are selling, you know, office equipment, you know, there's a lot of companies that do that, for example, but what makes your special? You know, do you start talking about how your you know, helping companies grow or you're, you're providing them with a much needed service or something like that. But, you know, dig a little deeper into how this uh, particular role is going to have some meaning and has maybe a greater purpose than an, a competitor, for example. Yeah, like all your, your mission and your values mm-hmm. and who you serve, like all that stuff is comes into play with this. Right. And it also could be your structure, like maybe this person would have an opportunity to work more with like higher level leadership because mm-hmm, you're more mm-hmm. of a mid-sized company instead of a giant corporation so they get more exposure at a higher level like the way you're structured could be attractive yeah. to someone like there's all kinds of things about your company that could be really cool but I think a lot of it does come back to what you said like what you do does what you do resonate with that person exactly and I mean I can use you know our company as an example you know people have asked us if we ever thought about getting into other sorts of staffing and things like that. It's like, no, because we're here for marketing people. We're here for those creative people. And if people have that same passion, we know they're going to be successful here. So that is, you know, kind of what we talk about when we fill our roles too. It's like, you know, this, this is our area. This is where we think we make a difference. And if that's exciting to you, then you will be excited every day here. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So I think, and I think also with this one, you have to just accept who you are too. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. 
you're not going, your brand is what it is. You are who you are. You sell what you sell. Like, that's just the reality. So also, like, look for people that that would be interesting to. Absolutely. Like, don't try to lure someone away from a company when they're looking for something other than that. They're not going to be interested in you, and that's okay. Or not the, everyone is, and that's fine. Or you you'll know? get them, and then they'll, they'll leave shortly because this yeah. is like this one's definitely not as exciting as I thought it was going to exactly. be. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like identify the people that what you do would resonate with. Yeah. You know, those people are out there, but you have to figure out who they are, and they may not. You know, just going back to it, it may not be just hiring away somebody from your competitor. Right. You know, and if that is something that you can't offer, you know, you're just a regular company and there's plenty of them and they're either all great to work at, but you might be able to offer something like, you know, better flexibility or benefits, which is our third point. Um, right now, obviously remote work from home is really big right now. And I, can tell you for a fact everybody is looking for it Mm -hmm. or at least a hybrid option yes people are a lot of the people we talk to are open to being on site some but i mean i don't know they would say it exactly this way but they really don't see the point of why they need to be in your office (laughs) five days a week they probably would not say that directly to you in Mm -hmm. that way but that's kind of what they're thinking absolutely why do i need to be in the office five days a week to do this job you know maybe i need to come in two or three days for Mm -hmm. certain meetings or collaboration or whatever but I could work from home a couple of days a week. And that's just almost the expectation that mm-hmm, people have mm-hmm. right now. And um, not all companies are offering that. Right. So if you could be that one that might, that might would appeal to somebody, you know, who wants that flexibility. And like I said, there's plenty of people that do, that could be your, your little edge on getting better candidates too. Yeah. And you know, the other side of it is if you're not, your pool is much, much smaller. Like yes. if you're not willing to offer some sort of flexibility, mm-hmm. You just have to accept your pool is a lot smaller and you're going to have to offer one of these other things yes. <laughs> to, yes. to attract someone. But the other part of it is it's not just, you know, the remote work that has become obviously a big topic, but, you know, other kinds of flexibility, maybe flexibility of a schedule mm-hmm. or benefits. And I think people always think of insurance and that kind of thing, but there's all kinds of benefits. Oh, absolutely. It could be the opportunity to have a few days a year that you encourage your people to volunteer for a nonprofit or you know, Mm -hmm. the way you manage your paid time off on holidays or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's all kinds of different types of benefits to working somewhere Mm -hmm. that aren't just, you know, your health insurance. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So you might have to get a little creative, you know, do a little research on what some other people are doing. Some of it's not, you know, all that difficult, you know, so really give it a shot and see, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, yes, they're offering you this, but I can offer you this. Um, That always, you know, you can get a lot of mileage out of that. Yeah, I, you're right. Like a lot of the kinds of, you know, quote unquote benefits that a company can offer, a lot of times they don't necessarily cost you anything mm-hmm. or they're, they just require um, being a little more creative or being a little more flexible. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and if you could offer that to someone and you get an amazing person just because you're going to let them, whatever, start work two hours early and end two hours early because mm-hmm. it fits their schedule. Mm-hmm. If you can get a great person to do this job, to me, that seems worth considering. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, if all else fails. <laughs> if all else fails, you're going to have to throw some money at them. That's I right. I mean, that Number is four, the reality. Pay. If, you're, if, you're, if you don't have any of those other things and you're just paying the market rate, I, I mean, I guess I would just say then why should they come work for you? Exactly. You're not offering anything else that is more interesting and you're paying the same as what they're being paid now. Unless they're really unhappy or being abused or something, they're probably 
fine. You know? Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, it takes a lot of work, if you will, to switch companies, you know, um, just the, the whole routine of it. You're going to a new place. You've got to set yeah. up everything. So It's stressful even it's, if you choose to do it. It's still right. a stressful choice So, to um, yeah, so what, what you got to offer? That's, yeah. that's the question. <laughs> yeah, and so, that, I mean, I think that's the reality. Like, if if you really want someone who is, like, literally already doing this job somewhere else and... Yeah, they'll get to do something new with your company, but it's not that different or challenging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your company is fine, stable, but you don't have anything like super exciting to offer about what you do. Mm-hmm. You're not willing to offer any other flexibility or benefits, and which n- is fine. No remote or I mean, hybrid. It's your company, like you if know. all those things are off the table. You you need to up your pay yes. rates. Yeah. <laughs> if if you essentially you know are like you know what I'm not doing this and like I said that is absolutely fine. You know a lot of people can just say you know I'm not going to let necessarily the candidates dictate you know how my business company is run and I think that's completely fair. Right. Or we need to operate a certain way because of what we do. Right. You know maybe what right. you do is very physical and you need to you be in person. Exactly. That's, that's the reality it is, of your business. It is right? what it, what it is. You know just offer better pay and we see a lot of this like you know for example if you have a storefront or a restaurant obviously the people have to be there. Um, there's you obviously can do takeout and things like that, but technically someone still has to be there. Right. Um, and there's a lot. There's a war on that sort of talent right now. Mm-hmm. And you know the ones that are winning are the ones that are paying more. And that's just an example of how this is all kind of working. That's at you know a, a, a certain level of like that really hands-on customer service. But that goes all the way up the food chain when it comes to people looking for work. Is that people will want more money? Yeah. And so I think the the big thing that we counsel clients about is figuring out which of these things is important to your candidate you know like you you have to figure out what's going to attract them to you if you're presuming you're trying to pull them away from whatever they're doing Mm -hmm, now mm -hmm. you're going to have to figure out what's going to attract them to be interested in in doing that and making that change and causing all that stress in their life like you said yep and you know People are all attracted by different things. You can't. You also can't make the assumption like, well, if I just throw more money at them, they'll be interested. Not always. It's no. not always about the Unless money. It's like either. a lot of money, and you that's don't. Only, you don't want to necessarily only, do that. Uh, <laughs> it's only one of our four bullets, right? Exactly. Like it exactly. could be one or two of the other things that is really why they want to make a move. And you might be really surprised. So, um, what we're kind of recommending is that you know, let, let's just say get that job description out there. You tell our people that you're working. Or you're looking to hire, and um, it's really like a one, two, three strategy at that point. Like you got someone on the line, so what's the first thing you do is you listen. Yeah. Listen to what they want. You know, you have put a job out there, and maybe it said, um, uh, you know, you have to be on site. You know, this is the pay, that sort of thing. But you're like, this is my person, and I got to figure out how I'm going to get them here. Um, just take the time to listen to what they really want. Yeah. They might say, you know, if you could just give me Fridays off, you know, to work from home or, or Fridays off, we'll even say, or to work from home a couple of days a week, then I'm in, you know, just really listen and don't be such a stickler for what you have kind of, you know, ironed out in your job description, but listen to what they really want. And, you know, it might just be a few more dollars based that, you know, out over the course of a year. Um, you know, if they want, 5,000 more a year that's just like pennies a day to get this person so really listen to what they want yeah and you know (laughs) immediately in your mind or you know they ask for something and you're thinking we've never done that before it's like (laughs) yeah you know what over the last two years everybody's done a lot of things they've never done before exactly maybe maybe (laughs) consider it and you might say you know there's no way functionally that'll work I can't whatever I can't give you Fridays off like we can't work four-day work weeks Mm -hmm. because 
something physical yeah, happens we, we on Friday that has to happen. Our customers call but, that day. Right. We have to be here. Or... But you could work from home on that day mm-hmm. or you could do, you know, whatever, however you figure it out. Like, yeah, you've probably never done that before. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That doesn't mean you can't. Right. And then I think the other piece of this, and it's so much about the listening is just don't make any assumptions. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people jump to conclusions about which of those four things matter to candidates, mm-hmm. those four things we talked about. People make assumptions about which of those matter and every person is different. Right. One person, it's the challenge. One person, it's the you know mission of your business. One person, it's the flexibility. Mm-hmm. And somebody else, it might just be the pay. Right. Like, right. you know, don't assume it's one when it could be the other. And they're telling you, like you said, you're listening to them. They're telling mm-hmm. you what they mm-hmm. want. They're telling you what's attracting them to you. Right. And you could be as blunt as just saying what's it going to take to make this work yeah, you why know? why are you interested exactly we're <laughs> talking right now so clearly you're interested yeah like what what is interesting to you about this job they yeah. will tell you what is interesting Absolutely. and it may not be what you think right and um number two of this the one two three strategy of hiring in this case is um make an offer based on what you've heard you know listen say you know what i'll go i'll go back to my team i'll run the numbers i'll do whatever you know take a minute and um figure out how you can you know, um, what can you do? What can't you do? Uh, but really have that based on what you heard from that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. It might be, you know, this is my maximum salary. Mm-hmm, like I just, mm-hmm. we're a small company. This is all we can afford. But what I can give you is a gap in the middle of the day to do this other thing that's yep. super important to you. As long as you work you know, four hours in the morning, four hours in the afternoon, I can give you a little bit more of a flexible schedule. Mm hmm that could totally work for somebody. Right. And you get an amazing person because they get their needs met. You can afford them because they're within your budget. You know, you can, <laughs> yep. yep. you can work that out. Yeah. And, and a lot of that leads into um, step number three, which is negotiate. So everybody gets what they want. You know, you mm-hmm. can only do so much. They're willing to accept a certain amount. You know, maybe they want, you know, a flexible schedule or they don't want to work on Tuesdays or something, or they can't work on Tuesdays. We'll say, um, you could uh, say, oh, well, I can do that, but I'm gonna might have to shift your salary, so it, we're not obviously paying you for that day. Yeah, we'll or... do a salary based on a four day mm-hmm, on a thirty mm-hmm. hour schedule or something like that. And you'd be surprised; that might be perfectly fine for someone. It's like, you know, fine. I Great. get my, I get what I want, and you're gonna get what you want. You, I, you pay me when I work, and um, I get that day off, and you know, really, um, you know, sort that all out and figure out, you know, what it is and where where the middle ground is for everybody and see. It's like, I can't give you everything, but I can give you this. Um, you'd be surprised what some people might yeah. take. Yeah. And I think um, another like sort of point of frustration we hear with, you know, clients or just hiring managers, just talking about hiring with people, whether there are clients or other people is um, almost this thing of like, well, people just want everything. <laughs> I can't give them everything. You know, they're just greedy almost. Uh-huh, you know, They're just uh-huh. asking for everything. It's like, well, no one said you had to provide everything mm-hmm. like they can ask for wherever they want you can say they no. can they can tell you <laughs> you know what they need and what they're looking for and some of those things are like a hundred percent deal breakers for everyone right and some of those things are a wish list mm-hmm. and they'd be thrilled if you can you know deliver it but not everything on that list is going to be you know a hard no right it so, does not have to be a hostage situation yeah exactly so it's <laughs> you meet my demands otherwise yeah it's, and and I think that's a perfect word because I think I hear people say that almost like I feel like I'm being held hostage mm-hmm. by candidates it's like well no you're not you're just you're going to share what you can do mm-hmm. they're going to share what they want mm-hmm. hopefully there's something in the middle 
that will work. And usually there is. And every once in a while there's not. And if, you mm-hmm. know, your example of like, if I run a restaurant and I have a chef who's like, well, I want to work remotely, <laughs> you know, that's probably just not going to work. Right. Like we cannot physically make that happen. Exactly. But I bet there's something that you, you know, because realistically a chef is probably not thinking that working remotely <laughs> from their home. Um, there's probably something that you yeah. can figure out that is realistically going to work. And sometimes you can't and you just have to accept that and walk away. But most of the time, it doesn't have to feel like a hostage situation. Mm-hmm. You're just talking. Right. And you're just sharing what you're each trying to accomplish. Right. And there's something in the middle that works for, for both sides. You don't both. You shouldn't feel like you just have to give everything. Yeah. And honestly, if somebody is that you know, headstrong about that, they're probably not the right person for you. You know, it's like, are you getting that where you are right now? You know, (laughs) that, you know, so the, but the people, and they might be, and if you can't meet it, then you're probably not going to draw them away from where they are. (laughs) Exactly. There's a certain level of honesty that's coming across too, but I, I do believe that in both sides, at both sides of the table, people have to come in, you know, cards up Mm -hmm. and here's what I'm willing to offer. Here's what, you know, your hand is holding. And, um, you know, where can we meet here? Where can we come to a compromise? But I, I think it's completely fair. And I really, I think, if I ultimately would appreciate it if people kind of came to me and said exactly what they want, because you always run that risk too. Like, well, what if somebody else offers them that last thing? They have that fifth, you know, thing on their mm-hmm. list that they want. Would they go for it? Would they leave you, you know? Yeah. Um, so once, once, you know, you, you have, you know, met, you know, you negotiated, you, you've met everybody's needs as much as you can, you know, then you can start working on loyalty and things like that. And po- hopefully people won't leave just that quickly. But, um, but I yeah, think that, yeah, it, it's best to kind of everybody kind of come in what you want and, and figure out how you can get there. That, that um, sort of analogy or wherever of cards up mm-hmm. is so important right now. And I think you started out in the beginning saying like, it used to kind of be like, well, here's our offer, take yep. her or leave it. Mm-hmm. And Companies, sort of, that's how they handled, like, hiring people. Mm-hmm. Here's what it is. Do you want the job or not? Yeah. And it's just, it's not like that anymore. And it doesn't need to be like that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a conversation. And it is cards up. And everyone needs to just say, like, here's what I'm looking for. Right. I, so many times I think companies are like, well, and hopefully they're not trying to do this now. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> like, well, I'll just, like, really lowball them on salary right. and just see if they take it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's not the time to be like playing that game Mm -hmm. like you don't have to tell them your max but tell them like a reasonable market rate that you think is competitive with what they're getting now Mm -hmm. at least start there and then you know you might have come up a little bit you might have to sweeten the deal Mm -hmm. a little to to pull them away but like this isn't the you know you know in the beginning like you said take it or leave it there's you know 10 people behind you if you don't want the job it's just like we don't need to have that mm-hmm. attitude. Like, I don't think anyone should ever have that attitude. <laughs> but like, especially right now, that is probably not going to yeah, get you very far. That's not, not going to get you the person you want. Yeah, that's for sure. And just saying that I don't want to work for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take it or leave it. It's like, oh, is, that, mm. is this what the, how this relationship <laughs> is, is going to start? Yeah. <laughs> is this how we are? Um, but some people, I, one thing that I'm thinking about too, like I'm thinking about what might be a holdout for people too. You know, when people switch jobs too, there might be a gap in um, their benefits and things. I mean, if you can somehow shorten that for people... Or, um, you know, make it so that transition is a little bit easier for them. Um, those are also things that can really help out, too, you know, because they might be like, you know what, it's, it's just easier for me to stay here. You know, um, what's going to make it easier for you to come over here? Yeah. You know? I think that a lot of the, the, you know, past two years has hopefully taught people a lot of um, 
compassion and you know just trying to take a minute to understand where the other mm-hmm. person or the other mm-hmm. side is coming from and if you apply that you know to hiring hiring shouldn't be this um like aggressive you know combative kind of exactly process <laughs> you want it to be good so i mean you're trying starts out happy yeah you're trying to like bring someone in your team that you hopefully will work with for a really long time mm-hmm. and you both really like each other so like why are you starting out with it feeling like some sort of a battle, yeah, right. you know? Like, and so I, you're like, dang, we got them. <laughs> I, I hope people have, have started to think more about it of like you said, it's listening. It's a conversation. Like we're trying to come to an agreement that we both are really happy with so we can work together and enjoy it mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. And it just, it doesn't need to have this like, yeah, going into combat kind of feeling about it. But it I think it did before, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I just really hope that starts to not be the norm. And, and, you know, attitudes aren't, you know, so much directed towards treating it that way. Yeah, I'm going to add one last thing that if you are a candidate in the situation, be as honest as possible. You know, um, don't string people along if you're you don't see because I can some, sometimes see and we have had this where people ask for, you know, all this stuff. The company bends over backwards to get it. And then they're like, well, you know what? I'm just going to stay where I am. Or I got a counter offer and so forget it. You know, don't do that to people. Yeah. And and also don't not share what you really need up front. Like yeah. I think sometimes people are hesitant to ask for what they really yes. need. And then you get so far down the road and they're like, oh, well, by the way, right. also oh, this. Right. Oh, we've seen that too. You know, it's like, oh, I wish you would have just told us that in the beginning, like we probably could make it work, mm-hmm. but it's so much harder to go back now right. and ask for it, right. you know? So just, um, especially if you're working with a recruiter, if you're working like a third party recruiter like us, or if you're working with an internal recruiter, mm-hmm. an HR team, like just telling them in the beginning kind of what it's going to take yes. or what you're going to need. It's much easier to have those asks in the beginning yes. than when you're further down the process. Absolutely. You know, like no secrets, just, and you know, if you're not sure they're going to meet it, just say like, here's my ideal. Yeah. You know, and yeah, you don't have to be demanding, right? but like, here's generally what I would be looking for. Do you think you can get close? Yeah. And if the answer is no, then you can just save yourself <laughs> a lot of time. Exactly. But it's, it, it works both ways. I mean, it's, it is a negotiation, but you know, this particular podcast is just talking about how, you know, um, clients can make our, our clients, for example, or for people hiring, um, can kind of get a leg up on some of this because it has gotten really, really yes. complicated. The person you want is working somewhere else. So <laughs> how will you attract them to you? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau, and we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to email us at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.